We've got hull breaches on almost every deck. We're leaking air. Thrusters are going offline. We're falling into the planet's atmosphere. Bridge to engineering. Tom, we need more power to the thrusters. Tom, come in! Kane, do what you can to level our descent. I'm trying, Captain. But without the thrusters, we're falling like a brick. I can't believe we survived that blast just to end up crashing like this. Murphy's Law in full force, Commander. Mr. Kane, report! I've done all I can, Captain. But we're going down. And we're going down hard. All hands, brace for impact! I'm off. Computer, what time is it? The time is 0500 hours. Stardate 61042.5. Your appointments today consist I of... I know what my appointments of the day consist of, thank you, computer. Activate the sonic shower and put some music on. Shower unit on. What music do you desire to listen to? I don't know. Something classical. Beethoven's Ninth would be fine. One year. It's been one year since I lost my ship. Even now, it's hard to believe. When I think back on everything that happened, sometimes it's like looking at another life. Another reality. But when I look at everything that has happened since that day a year ago, I know it was only the beginning. Under the leadership of Mac, the Imperium has grown quite strong. Many worlds that once were part of the Federation have become members of the Imperium. And all of them went willingly embracing the new great power of the Quadrant. And the Federation is not alone. Worlds from the Cardassian Union and the Klingon and Romulan Empires have also willingly joined forces with the Imperium. I can't help but wonder if this is the end of my era. <laughs> <laughs> 
If the Divine Celestial Imperium is the way of the future, will it one day stand where the great powers of the Alpha Quadrant once stood? But the future is not my concern today. Today, I have a very solemn task ahead of me. And here she comes now. Tom, it's good to see you. And Korg, I'm glad you were able to make it. My role as General of the Klingon First Fleet does keep me busy. But I would not miss seeing my daughter for all the blood wine in the Quadrant. That's something I've always wondered about. You invited Delona to become part of your house, but you never invited me in. I know I fought in the same wars and stood shoulder to shoulder with both of you. Is it something personal? Don't you guys like me? If it would make you happy. I have always looked upon you as a brother warrior. One I could always turn to and trust with my very life. Well, I guess that's a start. You two. It's been, what, a year since we last all saw one another? But it feels like it was just yesterday that we were all on the bridge of the Nosferatu. Sometimes I wish we were still there. This last year has not been very pleasant for me. Not since I lost my arm in the crash. Yes, how is the prosthetic arm? If I didn't know any better, I'd swear it was my original arm. Feels the same, works the same. But deep down, I know it's different. Something new that's part of my body now. Still, oh, I guess I'll get used to it in time. And what about you, Korg? I would have thought you'd gotten your eye replaced by now. What's the deal with the eye patch? Klingons do not hide the scars they gain from battle. I wear this eye patch, as you put it, as a mark of honor. Does it hurt at all? Having it bolted into your skull like that? At first, a great deal. But not so much now. It does look quite distinguished, would you not say? Yes, it's quite the fashion statement. Well, here we are together again. It's too bad the others couldn't make it. The Imperium is keeping the Federation pretty busy these days. And Section 31. Speaking of that, I'm surprised they haven't put you back in the field yet, Delona. The reason they haven't put me back out there is because... I retired. What? Retired? But why? After everything that happened, I needed time to think. I went back home to Bar Harbor, Maine. Think? Think about what? About everything that happened. Everyone who died because... Well, because of me. Dalona, the crash was not your fault. The blame for those who died... Rests with me. I was their captain. I was the one who took them into the conflict, and I am the one who is responsible for their lives. Since the crash, all I can think about are the people I'll never see again. Cain, Cammy, Marinus. Even Judas Hologram. They're all gone because of my choice. And ultimately, it is my fault. But you did save the daughter of Kales, And that was the goal of our mission. But not at the cost of my ship and crew. I think Korg's right, Captain. You should not blame yourself. I agree. What happened was tragic. But in the end... If there is anyone to blame, it's Mac. Mac. That's another reason I should never step on a bridge again. He was my first officer. My friend. And all the time he was using me to build his own empire, and I never even saw it once. Again, you do not bear the blame in this. Mac's betrayal is his own dishonor. 
It has nothing to do with you. You were a victim as much as any of us were. I hear that, Korg, but it's hard for me to believe it. Still, it is good to see you guys again. I'm glad you invited me here. Huh? What are you talking about? I thought you invited us here. What are you talking about? Odd. The invitation I received came from you, Tom. I don't see how. I didn't send any invitations. Well, if you two didn't invite me here, who did? That would be me. Commander Locke. What a surprise seeing you here. It's good to see you again, Captain Delana. Is it now? Oh, indeed. Some events are starting to unfold, and it turns out Section 31 needs to make use of your services again. All three of you. What does that mean? You'll find out. It's Locke. Four to beam up. Uh, now wait! What is the meaning of this, Locke? Why have you brought us to this runabout? Easy, Korg. All will be revealed soon enough. Locke, you'd better have a damn good explanation for this. You know the rules, Delana. That's why they sent me. Rules? What rules? Once you're in Section 31, you're in for life. Or so they like to think. I, for one, was never one for rules. One of the reasons you fit in so well. Now, you better brace yourselves. This next part's going to be a little unpleasant. What are you talking about? I'm engaging the runabout's slip drive engine. Section 31 has a slip engine? How did they get it? Judah was able to make a scan of the Imperium ship before we crashed. Section 31 was able to recover that data. Now hang on, here we go. Three, two, one, engage. Secure from slip drive. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to System K-17. System K-17? But that's on the other side of Federation space. Amazing what a slip engine can do, isn't it? Yeah, it's just wonderful. But what are we doing in the middle of empty space? Meeting our contact. And just who is that? You're about to find out. This is Shuttle Tom Baker, requesting permission to come aboard. Shuttle Tom Baker, permission granted. Stand by for decloak. Recognize the ship, Delana? I recognize that it's Kindred class. It's more than just a Kindred class ship, Captain. Take a look at the hull markings. Nosferatu. <laughs> but how? She was destroyed. A good deal of Nosferatu was destroyed in the crash, but part of the hull and main structure were salvageable. It's taken a long time to put her back together again. A lot of new systems have been added. In a way, she's almost a new ship. All she's lacking is her captain. Then look someplace else. I'm not interested. Maybe you'll change your mind once we get on board. There's a lot we still have to talk about. Well, now that you've all had the nickel tour, what do you think? She's a beauty. If I didn't know any better, I'd think I was on a whole new ship. Most of it is new now. This Nosferatu has a few things she didn't before. Such as? A fully functional slip drive for one, a new cloaking device for another. If you remember, the Imperium were able to detect us, even when we were cloaked before. 
With some work, we've been able to modify the Federation cloaks so they can't pick us up anymore. Sounds wonderful, but I'm still not interested in being the ship's captain. Delana, you were one of the best agents Section 31 ever had. Plus, you've worked with Mac. If anyone out there knows how he operates, it's going to be you. Hell, we need you, especially with everything that's going on now. Simply put, Locke, I'm not interested in having people's lives in my hands again. I'll be happy to give Section 31 some pointers in areas about Mac, but others? I'm out of the game now, and I have no plan to ever return. Delana, there's going to be a war soon. That's been obvious for a while now. But the Federation has fought wars before without me. Yes, but the Federation is going to lose this one. What? What are you talking about? The Imperium has technology that dwarfs anything we have. With one shot, they can destroy whole star systems and our weapons can barely scratch the surface of their ships. The only advantage we had was force of numbers, but then... a few weeks ago, that changed. What changed? The Imperium started getting more and more ships. Then, we got this. Recognize this? That's an Imperium ship. That's right. This image was taken by one of our listening posts in the Gamma Quadrant. The Gamma Quadrant? What's the Imperium doing out there? That's where we believe they're getting their new ships. We contacted the Dominion in the hopes they might tell us something. All we got back was that they've made some kind of treaty with the Imperium. What kind of treaty? Damned if we know. But we do know that something more is going on. We've detected several of those superblasts that Imperium weapons make all throughout Dominion space. Every time we try to make contact now, we never get a response. That's why Section 31 needs you, Delana. We need someone we can count on to find out what's going on there and report it back. Why not just send one of your other ships? Because we need someone experienced. Someone who knows how to handle difficult situations. In other words, you. And you are certain Starfleet is going to lose this war? Unless we can find something to give us an edge, yes. When the Imperium comes, we'll have no means to stop them. The Klingon Empire will never yield. The thing is, General, I doubt the Klingons will fare much better than the Federation. That's why I brought you here as well. So, why did you bring me? Well, the role of Chief Engineer is open. I'm kind of hoping you might take it. All right, I'll do it. But just this one mission. We go in, find out what we can, and get out. After that, I'm out of the game. Got it? I knew I could count on you, Captain. Well, if we're going into Dominion space, we're going to need some help. A guide of sorts. Interesting. What did you have in mind? Space Space Omega, the Alcatraz of the Federation. And your guide to Dominion Space is in there? Oh, indeed. The tricky part is going to be beaming them off the station. This whole system is set up so the main transporter cannot work, and anything that moves will be caught by detection beams. Oh, that's nothing I can't handle. The hard part is figuring out the phase variance, is all. I think I can help you there, Chief. Computer, activate our Chief Science Officer. Good morning, one and all. Judah! But I thought your program was destroyed. That one was. But you know what they say about software? Always make a backup. This version of me was safely stored away in the main computer core. 
The only thing I'm missing is everything that happened the day of the crash. So you do not remember locating us or beaming us back from the Imperium ship? Yeah, I'm totally blank there, I'm afraid. By the way, Korg, nice eye patch. Thank you. I gotta get myself one of those. Gentlemen, if you please. We do have work to do. Right. What do you need? I need to know the phase variants of the disruptor field around us. Once I have that, I can make the transporters and scanners work. Alright, time to get to work. Come on, Judah. You've been at this for hours now. Well, it's kind of tricky. The phase variances shift every few seconds. Mostly to keep people from doing what we're trying to do. Fortunately for us, my brain is working as fast as the ship's computer. One of the advantages of being a hologram. But what does that really do for us? Ah, lots of stuff, really. Such as... Aha! Figuring out the phase variance that this base uses. You should be able to make a full scan now. He's right, Captain. Scanners are working now. Okay, Tom. What we're looking for will be in one of the top security levels. What sort of life form am I looking for? From what I've read, you're looking for a large rock. A large rock? Someone's holding a rock in a top security cell? Rocks can be dangerous things in the right hands. This is so weird. But she's right. I'm picking up a rock in one of the cells. A big one. Right. Get a lock on it and prepare to beam it on board. Getting a transporter lock now. Lieutenant James Reckla, at your service, Captain. Get a full security team together and meet me in transport room one. At once, sir. Commander Locke, Tom, you're with me. Captain, just why are we bringing this rock on board? More to the point, why do we need so many guards? What? Don't you like surprises, Commander? I find surprises tend to be stressful. Now you know how I feel working with you a lot of the time. Ah, point taken. My team is ready, Captain. Right then. Tom, do we still have that transporter lock? You just have to say the word. Then beam our guest on board. Well, there it is. One big rock. Trust me, Commander. This is far more than just a rock. Oh my god, it's... it's changing shape. A changeling? The rock, it's a changeling. That's right. And it may be our only hope at finding out what Mac is doing in the Gamma Quadrant. You have been listening to Star Trek, the Section 31 Files, Fallout. Featured in the cast were Gary Dennison as Captain Delona, Carl Puder as General Korg, Ellie Hirschman as Tom Backus, Chris Snyder as Jonathan Locke, Nick Cook as Lieutenant Alexander Kane, Judah Freeze as the Judah Hologram, Miriam Snyder as the Computer, and introducing Seth Adam Shear as James Rackla. This episode was written, produced, and directed by Eric Busby. Post-production work by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production.
No attempt has been made to infringe or supersede any other existing copyright in relation to Star Trek, which remains the property of Paramount Pictures.